Good evening, guys. This is Ahmed. We're living where Christian home for men. I'm with my brother Desmond Rowland. How y'all doing? My brother Christopher Mincy. What's going on? And today's topic, we're going to talk about faithfulness. Amen. And we're going to start with a Bible verse. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. And the word of the Lord reads like this. Amen. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. One more time. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Amen. Amen. Uh, faithfulness is one of the foundations of being a Christian. If you're not faithful, it's almost impossible to lead a godly life in today's society. Come on. And uh, we're going to expound on that a little bit, my brothers and I. And uh, Brother Dez, how do you feel about faithfulness in today's society in today's society man I, I just i personally feel like it's a it is a lack of faithfulness uh, in today's society especially when it comes to serving serving god you know we uh it's been it's been on my heart the past month man with the pastor's sermons that he's been preaching and one thing that really hit me is when he talked about y'all heard this when he talked about can we praise him can we be faithful when the fridge is full not only full, but can we also be faithful to our God when the fridge is empty? Mm. You know, and that touched my spirit, man, because I remember days where I charged, I charged God foolishly Amen. when my fridge was empty, when, when I when I didn't have my rent money, and it was sometimes it was self affliction, sometimes it was just a, a test of my faith, man. But I failed in those those aspects of life, man, in my spiritual walk. So. I do think it's a lack of faithfulness in 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 the, in the world right now, from relationships to to walking in our calling, which I think is very important. Mm. Sometimes in our journey, we gotta start working by working at a Wendy's, you know, flipping burgers. Amen. That, that's that's probably what God opened the door to at that in that season. Amen. You know, sometimes we gotta we gotta start off in the apartment before He can give us a house. Right. But that doesn't mean we have to lose faithfulness. You know, we have to lose our faith. Wow. So, yes, I, I, I think it's a lack of faithfulness right now. And that's that's why it was so important for us to touch on this topic today. Awesome. Brother Christopher Mincy, how you doing this evening, man? Doing good, man. I'm doing good. Man, you know, uh, I want to ask you the same question, man. How do you feel about faithfulness in today's society? I, I, and I believe faithfulness uh, in today's society is lost, man. Mm. You know, um, you know, it's a lot of uh, uh, people like myself, man. When it comes to faithfulness, man, I was like, you know, one foot in, one foot out. Right. You know, I believe. You know, what I'm saying I was like, man, I know God gonna do it. And then as soon as He don't do it, I'm cursing Him, man. I'm, I, you know, just just going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just talking bad about him, you know. Right. And then, and, and then when I got it, when he gave it to me, man, I'm like, oh, Lord, thank you, thank you. Lord, right, thank right. You. But like you said, there's the minute, the minute that, that refrigerator is, is empty, you know what I'm saying? That's when my faith really starts. You know what I'm saying? Now, my faith, my faith, my faith is really, my faith has really started since becoming, in, coming into this home because we don't have, 
You know what I'm saying? We don't have. Wow. We have, but we don't have. You know what I'm saying? We have everything, uh, you know, everything taken care of, care of for us, but we having the faith to keep pushing through because, you know what I'm saying, being me and me, me I'm always trying to hustle, trying to, you know, I need this, I need money, I need this, I need money, I need this, right, and everything. Right. And in this season right here, man, I don't need anything, man. I have no reason but to but to remain faithful to him. Wow. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Because I know he, I already know he going to do it. But that's, that's for a guy, you know, you you speaking from a guy who's in ministry every day, you know, as we, we do ministry. Mm-hmm. We seven days a week. We we know we the church. We ambassadors. Mm-hmm. But what about a guy who's, you know, in the world, who's living in the world system, who who got that nine to five job with kids, uh, probably, uh, probably not married at the time, but still got to provide and still still got to provide for their parents at the same time. What about that person who's praying, you know, praying to God when that storm has come? When when that trials come, praying calling out when the when the when the jail do- door is locked, you know what I'm saying? Well, what about that guy who who's calling out when they have a need, wow. when they have a want? Mm-hmm. You think wow. that's kind of a selfish motive or yeah, I mean it is a selfish motive, man. Cause you, 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 man. This to me, man, it's like a show me. You know, it's like a show me what God can show me. You know, the people. That's what the people of the world. That's how I was in the world. God, you got to show me something. Right. Before right. I, you know, what I'm saying, show me, show me about this, about this job. You know, what I'm saying, show me I can have this job, and right. then I'll praise you. Right. Right. You know, what I'm saying, right. show me you gonna move, and then you know you gonna open that door, and then I'm gonna praise you. Come on. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's how I was like in the world. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's why I say it's like a show me. It's like in the state of Missouri, you get to show me. Show me faith. Right, that, right. That's what we have out there. I mean, that's what I had out there in the world. It's being like, you know, being out in the world. You have to show me. Amen. Because if not, I'm not gonna believe it. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Uh I have a little input on that, man, and I haven't been in ministry that long, but God has been in my life my whole life. But even though God has been in my life, I didn't have the real true meaning of faithfulness. I had a perception of faithful as you be faithful to me, but I don't have to be faithful to you. Mm. You know, uh, make sure you're not cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But I can cheat on you. When it comes to a relationship, huh? Right. And, and even That's with anything. yeah, even with my job, you better give me all my hours, yeah. even though I'm still not the register. Thank you. Yeah, come on. So that faithful, that faithfulness, you know, it, it isn't just uh, exempt to one person or one mm-hmm. gender or one... Uh, uh, aspect of people in life, it's That's it's it. a it's a universal it's a universal principle that we need all need to establish in our lives and understand the totality of being faithful. You know, in the Bible, God was faithful to man before man was even even had the ability to know about faithfulness. Right, right, right. God put man in in a in a comfortable place. God created the heavens and the earth for man. God created the fish, the light, you know, the the moon and the stars. They say he the same today, yesterday. Right. That's our and God. You, that's awesome. And he did all these things just for us. If that's not the epitome of faithfulness, <laughs> I don't know what is, man. 
like I said earlier, man, he gave up. He gave, he, man, he gave his only begotten son, man. Wow. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? After the first Adam did, he didn't have to send that second Adam, Adam man. He didn't have to send Jesus Christ. But he, but, he, but he was so faithful to us that he loved us so much that he sent his son. Amen. Man, you said something earlier, Chris, man, that really touched my spirit. Uh, you you came to God, or you 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 was that person that you needed to see it. You needed to well, wow. you know, get it get it kind of handed to you. Mm-hmm, show me. And that that just reminded mm-hmm. me in my spiritual walk, man. I came when I first came to Christ. I came with my hand out. You know, I came with with a with, trying to bargain with God, and that's one thing I learned not to do is bargain with God. God, if you give me this, then I'll serve you. God, mm-hmm. if you bless me. With this, then I then I commit, then I surrender it all, then I'll praise you, and that's that's just not how it works when we serving serving the Lord when we walking with Christ, because that's not being faithful. Faithfulness, being faithful is remaining loyal and steadfast, Amen. or unmovable. Wow, and that's like you said, it's not just we can't just narrow it down to to race, gender, relationships, right. jobs. It's it all aspects of life. Right. And and it 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 speaks to our calling with God, man. You know, it speaks to having patience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that's it's a lot of lot of skills and traits that you got to have and qualities that you got to have with with being faithful. And some people try to bargain with that with that word, with that definition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was being faithful cuz I was this, 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 and that. Yeah. But in reality, if you're not all in, if you're not, if you don't have that agape love, that unconditional love with our God, with that building that trust with our God, and everything He wants us to do in our life, then we we're we're not being faithful. Right. So it reminded me, man, before football games, God God blessed me, blessed us, cause y'all play sports too. He blessed us with the ability and the skills to play that sport, whatever your sport was, mm-hmm. you know. And I use that to my advantage, man, because they call it God-given talent. Some right. people can go out there and just do right. it. Right. And it's, it's be stories like, man, he don't lift weights. He don't stretch. <laughs> he just went out there and scored four touchdowns. Right. You know what I'm saying? That just reminded me, man, I, I wasn't faithful because I, I should have been putting in that work before the game still, man, because... When it came to game day, I definitely was calling on God. Like, God, mm-hmm. come on now. I need you this game. I need you to work through me. And then when we won the game, I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Then I'm back to doing doing the least of work that I'm supposed to put in. So I just wanted that lead me to another question. What areas do, do you know, our generation, what areas may we lack faithfulness in this season, you know, as far as marriage, marriage, marriage. jobs? Mm-hmm. You say marriage. Can marriage. you expound on that, man? Because I mean, marriage. I mean, we have we. That's generational. Uh, yeah, that's generational. Cause I mean, when I was married, when I was married, you know, like a man said, man, I grew up in the church and everything. But when I was married, you know, I didn't. I wasn't. I mean, I didn't put. I didn't utilize what God had said. You know, it's Him, man, and then woman. Everything else flows through. See, I didn't, re- I didn't, I didn't take heed to that. Everything goes through me, right? right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was the person like, I was a man like, man, uh, uh, nah, uh, nah, you go do that with the kids. I'm nah, I just got on work. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a good topic right there. You know, but 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 now, 
now I got sons and stuff like that. So now what I do is I teach. I'm trying to teach my sons not how not to go the route that I did when he's talking about faithfulness, especially when you're married, man, because everything flows through you. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you want your if you want your wife, you're talking to, about the parents. Yeah, parents. I mean, parents. Just marriage. Period. If, if, if everything starts with the man, the man has to be oh, okay. the man has to be the faithful one. He has to be faithful to God no matter what. Right. Because right. if he's not faithful to God, his marriage his marriage is going to end. Right. Because you, you know unequally yoked. Yeah. Is that because it's what what it says? Is, uh, you know, I forgot the verse, but you know when you find a when a man finds a woman, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he yeah. finds a wife, it's a good thing. Right. Right. But right. like I said, man, that that marriage to me because that, I mean it's a lot of key. It's a lot of Kids single out here, single parents out here lost in the whole, and it, and it starts because the devil is taking the man out of the equation, and the men are not, we, me, as a man that I was, I was not stepping up to the plate because I let the devil play with my mind, Amen. you know what I'm saying, and he took me out that equation, Amen. spiritually, he took me out, physically I was there, spiritually he took me out, Wow. and that's how the devil does it. Wow, that's mm. awesome. Well, one area, one area that I noticed about myself that I should have been more faithful in was keeping my word about about how I grew up. Man, you know, when I was young, man, I told myself, man, I never, mm -hmm. I used to see my mom and dad and my family members drinking alcohol mm -hmm. and smoking weed and stuff like that, man. Mm -hmm. I told myself, I remember this, this, this like yesterday, man, I said, man, when I grew up, man, I Man, I'm never gonna drink. Cause I I used to hate how my mom and dad would react mm -hmm. once they became uh, drunk, drunk or became high. I just mm -hmm. you know, and I saw the way they carried themselves, and I thought that was just so uncool, man. So I told myself, I'll never. I gave myself a word, a faithful word to myself. Mm -hmm. I'll never get high and I never drink. But when I got older, man, I went back on my word, mm -hmm. and, and I started doing those same things, man, and. And another area that that led to me not being faithful in was to pass on that wisdom and knowledge about certain things that we shouldn't do to the younger generation. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of older guys are not being faithful in passing on wisdom and knowledge that might help save somebody's life. That's it right there. You know what I mean? Well, a lot of us go through a lot of things, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see the ups and downs, the bumps and bruises of life, right, man. Right. And, it's our obligation and our duty, man, to tell those younger guys, man, bro, mm -hmm. don't do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Don't go down that road. But it first starts with being faithful to God because yeah. once you're faithful to God, God will instill in you the tools and the 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 mind frame to be patient and to be able to understand what a young guy is going to mm -hmm. do. Because when you're talking to a young guy, yeah. he's not going to be always open. Yeah. He's going to be no. rebellious to what you're saying. That's the truth, man. You know what I mean? That's the truth. But you know one thing about it, though? When he is rebellious and he telling you telling him something, in the back of his mind, when when situations come up, that's gonna come. That that's gonna play in the back of his mind. Just whatever word that you put in his in his mind. Because a lot of situations when I was younger, I caught myself out of a lot of situations because I remember what somebody had told me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. They 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 fight it. Yeah. We fight it. I know I fought, I fought it, man. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. I fought it, man. But when, as I got older, I understood never just focus too much on the messenger, but mm -hmm. the message. Man. Right, right. But 
the message, like I go back to my point, the message is still, for the majority of the message is still not being put out there. You know what right, I mean? right. A lot of guys are living their lives, man, and they're they're coming up and and they see what the older guys did. And, right. You know, the older guys made made it look good, made the made it look flashy, but didn't tell them the underbelly. They didn't tell them the mistakes and right. the bumps they had right. going, right. going they didn't to tell them the, They didn't tell them the yeah. other side, the prison mm-hmm. side, the, yeah. the loss of the loved one side. Right, man. right. The Come loss on. of uh, well, self-respect, man, the loss right. of dignity that you Count the cost, yeah, man. man. So it's important that I thank God that he's raising us up to be men like that who can be faithful to right. the word of God. And being faithful to the word of God is making sure that we pass the word of God on, man. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, man. It, what you you said some good points, and what I wanted to touch on is uh, being faithful in our calling that God has given us. Wow. Uh, you said something about patience, man, and that's that's one of the keys to being faithful, man. Having patience, especially when it comes to our calling. Right. You know, God has put a calling in everyone's life, man. I truly believe that, mm-hmm. and everybody's everybody's calling is different, right. and you you our our journeys, our way of getting towards that. That promised land is different, man. And that brings me to the uh, the story in the Bible I was talking to y'all about earlier. We was fellowshipping about with Moses. Mm-hmm. You know, God spoke to Moses directly. And he was one of the few few that actually got to see that, man. And got wow. to experience that. And we don't get that opportunity in this, in this day and age. We can't just see God face to face. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And that's where a lot of people get it confused in uh in this day and age, man, they want to actually see something. They want to see. They want to pray and actually see. You know, show me, like show you said. Me. But you know, Moses got that privilege, man. And when God called him to free the slaves out of out of Egypt, you know, that was a big task. That was very important to God in right. this season. Exactly. And and patience, being impatient, is one of the ways that Moses didn't. Get to get that opportunity, right. and some of the slaves didn't get into the promised land, right. like we said. And it helped me teach it, helped me help me speak about it, man. Yeah, as you told me, he when God gave him the command to to speak to the rock. Wow, you know it's gonna be times in our life where we gonna have to deal with deal with people who got the, the, the who complain, who seem like they they won't give you no feedback. We'll be working with people in our jobs that won't they won't put half the weight up. You know, and we go be trying to coach them. We go be trying to speak to them, speak life into them. Right. And sometimes I didn't catch it in a day right. when I was on my journey. It was my I had family members, you know, who was trying to speak to me to change my ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was I was like that rock man. They were speaking to me. I wasn't receiving. It was bouncing right off. And as you said earlier, well, Moses got frustrated and he hit the rock. Mm-hmm. So I want y'all to touch on that, man. Why is how is being patient? In this season, when it comes to everything y'all talked about, marriage, you know, uh, our calling, you know, and what you expounded on, how is being patient really a key tool in faithfulness? Well, you know, it was a, uh, a good, a good story about Moses, man. And what struck me when you was just talking, what just struck me like a, a lightning bolt was, how can Moses be in the presence of God like that and still mm. waver in his faith? Wow. 
You know what I mean? If if I was to, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Say yeah, if I was to ascend on the mountain like Moses and come down with the Ten Commandments, and my whole countenance be changed just by being in the presence of God, right? Would I remain faithful, man? You know that's a hard task, man. A lot of us don't know what we do until we get put in that position. But reading that, man, is is it? You know. I would have more motivation being in the presence of God to be faithful, but right, right. still his faith mm-hmm. was tested. And like my brother said, his faith was tested just by being obedient to God. Obedience. You know what I mean? Obedience plays a major part and patience. You know, God told him a specific a specific way to to produce this type of water that the, the children of Israel needed. Come on. God was already performing a miracle by by making water gush from a rock. Wow, you know what I mean. This rock represents mm-hmm. something solid and and concrete, and mm-hmm. by all standards of nature, it wasn't supposed to produce anything like water. Come on, like kind of like uh, us <laughs> in the past, right? When we was living, wow. in, living in our sinful ways. Wow, you know, my heart was cold, man, cold. It was a rock solid, man. I I couldn't receive. Everything was just bouncing off, bouncing off, man. But when when we open up our heart to the man above. Now look what's pouring out of out of us, man. Right now, man. So that was a good point, man. Right, and so by him telling, by God telling Moses to talk to the rock was symbolic of what we need to do today in our society. Come on, we need to talk to these rock-headed guys that's out here that's stubborn. stubborn. You know that yeah. rock also represents a stubborn mind frame, man. A Come mind on. that won't change that. That is so hard to get to, but God, if God commands you to do it, that means it can't be done. Amen. So God told Moses to do that because you have to understand too, Moses had a hard and hard for a time being too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to understand what Moses went through, man. He, uh, he, he was an orphan. Come you know on. what I mean? His mom, you know, out of love, she put, put, put him in a basket and pushed him down the river. Mm-hmm. But, but, but the truth about the matter is he's an orphan. He grew up in a home that wasn't, he is. So I'm Come pretty on. sure that when he was growing up, he saw the differences between him being a Hebrew Israelite and those guys being Egyptian. It had to be a vast difference. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the inadequacy that he went through just going through that, man, and seeing how people who looked like him were getting treated bad, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they probably stirred up some type of anger and resentment in his heart. So his heart grew hardened over the years. Come on. And when he got older and seen people that were being mistreated by mm-hmm. Egyptians, he would have killed the guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when God was giving him that commandment, it was also to work on him, to work on his life. Moses, man, I need you to start talking. Wow. I need you to be more of a diplomatic leader instead of being such this this brute. Come on. This this physical guy that has to, to handle everything with, with violence and 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 a, a tenacity that produces violence, man. And I was, and I can relate to that because I grew up just like that. Yeah. In my neighborhood, we felt like we had to fight just to prove who we were. Right, right. You know what I mean? And but God said He created this whole world into existence with words. So He was trying to give that creative power to Moses. Moses, just talk to this man. Come talk on to this rock. Talk to these people that mm-hmm. you that you're leading out of. Uh, out of a bondage, man. Mm-hmm. Right, and, right. And you know, and all that was building his faith. You know what I mean? That what God was trying to do with him. Amen. And he fell short, and and the consequence of him falling short, he didn't get to answer to the promised land, man. Which is unfortunate, man. But you said two things that struck my attention, man. 
Moses was an orphan, you know, and I was talking to a guy on route when we was, uh, cause we fundraised in our ministry, mm -hmm. uh, living word ministry. We fundraise and, uh, we go evangelize. We hit the streets. Right. Uh, follow us on elevation season on Facebook. If Amen. you on Facebook elevation Amen. season, Come on. you'll see me, Desmond, Ahmed and Chris, we run the page and it's all about our spiritual walk right now with our ministry. You know, we posting sermons, encouraging posts. Everything's is everything is speaking life on their page. But I talked to a guy man who who met his dad. He was 30, 33. He met his dad for the first time uh eight months ago. Mm. Uh, and for whatever reason, man, he found his dad on Facebook actually. I forgot what app he said, but they found his dad for him. Mm. And uh, he went to his house, it was like three hours away, and knocked on the door. But his dad didn't receive him. His dad just closed wow. the door in his face. Uh, but that being said, man, his his story, he had a testimony along with that. He was with his kid, this guy I met. Uh, and he was in and out of his kid's life mm -hmm. for the longest. He he didn't know how to receive. You know, his, from whatever his dad, whatever burden his dad left on him, he was passing that down to his kid. And he was acting the same. He was out of his kid's life for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, he battled drug addiction. Mm -hmm. So my question is, man, that can play a big role in people's life, man. Right. But he don't he didn't he didn't know what his dad probably was going through at the time. A lot mm -hmm. of parents have kids, you know, mm -hmm. by mistake. That's just the truth. Or or it may be intentional and they may think it's gonna be a good healthy relationship, then the parents end up splitting. Mm -hmm. Uh a lot of bitterness gets in between. Right. And it it may lead a kid on the island, man, wow. going up with a grandma mm -hmm. or, or in an orphan orphanage or or really just on their own. And sometimes that causes them to lose faith in, in the man above. Wow. Like that played a role. That's why it's so important not to charge God foolishly, man. That's so true. I wanted y'all to touch on that. If Chris you wanted to touch on that. Man, how is that? Is that really a big deal in this world today, man? Yeah, it's a big deal. In the, yeah, it's a big deal in the world because, um, as far as like with with kids and stuff, kids and the grandkids and everything, uh, you know, y'all heard the story before, but I was being foolish because I was so angry at my dad. I thought I I thought I forgave him, but I was so mad at him. Come on, that I kept my so I, I kept my kids from him. Mm -hmm. And so in the long term, they suffered. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have they they didn't get that that relationship that I had with my grandfather. Right, right. They didn't get that chance because I kept them away. You know, he I mean he was reaching out and everything, but I was just so bitter, you know, about a lot of stuff that, that went on is that I like I said, I I, I blocked I blocked their blessing. Wow. Because he, because on that side, on his side of the family, you know, it's a lot of stuff that my sons and I could have used if I would have just, if my heart was the way it was and the way it is now, okay. where, I, where I receive everything. Okay. Because everything, all kind of advice he was trying to tell me, I could have told my sons. Right, right. And you know what I'm saying? All so kind of wisdom. You all that we all that on. wisdom, man. And and like I said again, they could they could have had that relationship I had with my grandfather. Right, right. But I did, I get I didn't give them that chance at, at at a young age to do it because I was so stubborn. I was stuck in my ways. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was doing everything the way I saw fit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So 
but like yeah, like you said, man, they, it, that that it's out there, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. And that brings me to my second point where you was talking about Ahmed, how Moses spoke actually spoke face to face with God. He actually had a a one on one with God, man, and he still was wavering in his faith. Mm. But that that just it touched my heart, man, because that's how that's how I I was in my spiritual walk, uh, or with with a job, man, or with somebody who really successful that I could see God has put in that in that position, man, of that success ladder. God has been working in their life inside and out, man. They got businesses, companies. I've met, we've all probably met millionaires, man, who got it the right way, who really worked their way up to the top, man. And I still was wavering on that job site. You know, didn't believe what they was trying to pour off into me when they was trying to disciple me, when they was trying to train me at that job. I didn't believe certain coaches in my in my, in my uh, football journey. Mm-hmm. When they was when they really was just trying to teach me what they had been through, man, and make me a better player, my my faith in them was wavering. Wow. So that and that that caused me to stumble in my walk, man, because I couldn't receive, because I I didn't want to believe, because I didn't want to accept it, mm-hmm. and it, I I didn't have the patience to put in that time that they were putting in to get to that point. Like you say, we just sometimes in life, people just see the success part. You know, they, they they don't see the struggle. They don't they don't they don't want to go through the struggle. They don't want to hear about the struggle. They don't want to hear. They don't want to feel the pain. You know, blood, sweat, and tears, as we say. We in this ministry we're in right now, we're trying to become pastors, right? Yeah. But right now we're going through it all, blood, sweat, and tears. I didn't did all of it while I was while I've been in this ministry so far, and I I know for a fact that y'all have been through the fire too, man. But when we become pastors, when we when we open up our church, when we go back to minister to our families, when we when we start a new family, when we get our own house, somebody go come along that journey, man, and go. That's all they go see, right? You know, and maybe that's all it takes for that that kid or mm-hmm. or that or that grown man to see. Okay, they this this is possible. Right. Some people gotta see it with their eyes, but somebody's gonna go and really knock the process. Mm. Like, dang, how you get this? Can you really, I want a handout. Can you, mm. can I get this tomorrow? Can I get this with a loan? You know what I'm saying? People want loans nowadays. Right. They don't want to go through the grind, man. So I want you to touch on the med. How important has this grind and ministry been to you and your 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 walk right now? Oh man, it's uh, it, it it all goes back to that verse he said. Uh, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Come on. So that walk that you're talking about is it's been a faith walk, man. You know because. Faith leaves you vulnerable sometimes because you don't know what to expect. You don't Amen. know that mm-hmm. I don't I don't see the outcome mm-hmm. right now. Not manifest physically. So I have faith that I'm walking, man. Come on. And and I'm reading this Bible verse right here, man, in, in Hebrews chapter eleven, Amen. verse six. It says, Without faith it's impossible to please God. Wow. Impossible. It's impossible to please God. You know what I mean? If you're not willing to step off that boat like uh, Peter did, man, and walk on water, man. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to please God. And a lot of us wonder why we're going through so much heartache and turmoil in our lives. is because our lack of faith. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's not pleasing to God, man. We have more faith nowadays in our job, our spouse. Talk to us. 
our car. We have faith that their car is going to crank up every day, but we don't have faith that God is going to save us and, and deliver us from whatever we're going through, man. So in this walk, man, it taught me about the importance of faith. And in order to have faith, you got to own head and walk. You got to walk, man. You got to step. That's why it's the key. That's why I love that term saying step out on faith. Mm -hmm. Come on. It truly is a step out. You really got to, whoo, boom. I'm out here walking, man. Amen. And, and, and once you get to walking in mm -hmm. faith, your faith grows. Mm -hmm. My faith has grew tremendously just by taking that first step. In that story, not only you got to walk, you know, like you say, step out. Well, we got to keep our eyes on him, right? Come on. Because as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus, he fell in the water. Wow. And that's where that faith really comes back into play. Sometimes we may slip in that water. Amen. But long as we keep our hand, our grip on God, long as we keep our head up and focus on the man above, he's going to always be right there to catch us. Amen. And that's exactly what he did in that in that story that you just talked about, man. That's powerful, man. You know, but uh, but one thing about our faith is our faith is our faith is being shown every day because of the fact that Pastor has his home open. He right. has his home in Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? He's looking at another home because because of our faithfulness to him, because you already know that he had people back in the day that said they were faithful, but they wasn't faithful. Right. But now he got he, he has truly got guys that I know are truly faithful about this walk. And, and and the blessing and with our faith is blessing him. You know, saying it's blessing him to be able to open doors so 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 we can bring more people in. You know you, what I'm saying? You talking about the home. The home for the men that Yeah, the home. I mean living word Christian men home. Mm -hmm. You know, we got one in Dallas and we got one in, in Arkansas. Okay. Fort Smith, Arkansas. And what what what's going on in that home? Man, you got reaching, teaching, mending and sending, man. You know, you we we are First, like you said, first we have to know Jesus. Amen. We have to know him first, and that's what and that's what we're learning in this in this living word Christian man home. We're learning about Jesus, so we can go out and 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 make disciples because it's a discipleship program. We don't we don't do twelve step. We don't even do medication or anything. Everything is through Jesus Christ. Amen. So I mean, and and like I said, our faith is building. Is building this ministry even more. Amen. That's powerful, man. I, closing statements, man. I just wanted to share a verse out the Bible with uh, Paul and Silas, man. It's so important to, to remain faithful in this season, no matter what your situation is right now, no matter what you're going through right now, no matter no matter what the doctors are saying to you. It's, it's what God says. No matter no matter what you know battle you going through in a relationship, in a marriage, mm -hmm. in, a, in in your sport that you play, uh, in your regular life, you always got to remain faithful. And that's exactly what Paul and Silas did. And it's coming out of Acts 16.25, where it little reads. Amen. And this is when they was locked up in jail. Paul and Silas were two people that were locked up in jail for worshiping our God. And it says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. 
Man, that's that's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. That's coming out of Acts 16, if you want to go read that a little later, man. But no matter what the situation is, like we said earlier, if your fridge is empty, if your fridge is full, uh, continue to praise him. Amen. You know, continue to worship them. If you got a warrant out there, if you got a case that's going on and they lock you up for a period of time, mm. don't let that lose. Don't let that make you shake in faith. Amen. Because God is a God who's going to help us get rid of our background, help us get rid of that warrant, help us get rid of that. That don't mean we don't have to go through the fire. Wow. We still made that mistake. Just because we call on God after we made the mistake don't mean he ain't going to make us sit down for a little bit. But don't lose your faith, man. As you heard, Paul and Silas was locked up for a period of time, and they still were serving our God in jail. They praised, they worshiped, and the doors flew open. Chains broke. And that's exactly what we got to do in our spiritual walk today. Wow. That's awesome, Brother Desmond. And I want to note that Desmond is closing with a verse. I want to close with a verse also. Amen. And I think my brother Chris might have a verse. Um, I'm coming from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And the word I read like this. Amen. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Mm. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Come on. The conviction of things not seen. Come on. If faith is a big old cake with icing and trimmings, hope is one of the main ingredients. Come on. You got to have hope, man. You have to hope in something. You know, a lot of us hope for uh, material possessions, cars, homes. I I hope I get this job or I hope I get this house. And through that hope, it pushes us and drives us to do the things needed to get to accomplish that, that goal. So God's asking the same thing right here. He's asking you, what are you willing to do to reach a goal of eternal salvation? Amen. What are you willing to do to see your kids free from sin, break generational curses, see people be fruitful and multiply? What are you What are you hoping, man? And what are you willing to do to go after that hope, man? So that's what I'm closing with, man. Thank you, guys. And I'm um, turning on to my brother, Chris. Well, I got one. Uh, and I'm coming out of Hebrews 11. Um, verse 17 where the Lord says Amen By faith Abraham When God tested him Offered Isaac as a sacrifice He would embrace the promises The promises was About to sacrifice his One and only son So In our, in, in our walk with faith man, We have to be able to Just Whatever God tests us with Amen we have to we have to go ahead and do it because by Abraham doing it, you know, his generations, his descendants. Come on. God bless God bless his whole I mean just generations. Come on. I mean curse breakers. I mean like like we always say, curse breakers, man. Once he did that, he and God tested him, he blessed his I mean, he blessed the na his nations, man. Amen. Abraham was nations. By showing his faithfulness, his faith, his faith, and obedience. Now, now, are we able to do that? Will we do that? Come on, you know. So that's what I got. That's what that's what I got, man. Amen, amen. Just want to thank y'all for tuning in. We we've been having a, a busy week mm-hmm. out here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. You know, we got a church that we have opened up, and we've been 
back and forth from Fort Smith to Dallas, uh, trying to get our houses and churches built up. Uh, all glory to God on that, man. You're talking to three guys who God has really touched our life. So in return, you know, we've been, we know where we come from. We know what we've been through. So we are trying to build this faithfulness up with God, build this trust up, you know, learn, learn and disciple, reach, teach and mend and sin, man. That's our, that's one of our visions of the ministry. So we just thank y'all for y'all patience. Cause that's that's really key in this season, being patient. God is gonna give us everything back. Whatever you lost in twenty twenty, this is our season to get it back. This is our season to win. So I just encourage each and every one of you to to remain faithful, from your families to your job. If you want a better job, it's coming. Amen. It's coming. If you want a better opportunity, the door is about to open. Open door. You want your family back. That opportunity is coming. You know, it's just about being faithful. So that's all we got today. We're going to uh, be back with you next week, next Tuesday. And we thank you all for listening.